I'm Beth Ann. What's up? I'm Ayla. This is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Today on the podcast, we are talking about a very interesting topic because it truly brings together both of both of our perspectives, the best of both worlds, uh, if you will. And that is getting your friends into BLs and sharing this wonderful world of boys love with the people that you love. I am the person that was entrapped in this world. You pulled me into it after so much resistance on my end. And so you have that. uh, I'm going to make you talk all about all of the stuff that you tried. I am going to tell you why what you tried in the beginning did not work for me. And then I'm going to talk about my fun journey of now trying to get other people into it and explaining myself yes. uh, on the internet. Yes. So the title of this would just be, so you want to get your friends into BLs, which I did because once I started watching them, I was like, OMG, I need to tell the people who are mostly like into K-pop and K-dramas about this incredible new world of drama that the intrigue I I just wanted to like share this with people and so a little bit of a recap we've talked previously in the like introduction podcast about how I got into uh, how I got into BLs which was I like just stumbled upon like the ship videos on YouTube and so that's kind of how I got into the shows and then I just kind of started Googling things like for me, because I had no reference, like personal reference, I was like, I don't know where to go or where to start. And I was watching a lot of K dramas on Vicky. So I was like, I guess Vicky is where I start. And then, but they don't have a ton of dramas. So uh, they have one of the best ones, which is History Three Trapped. It is for your, true. For is your true. information. <laughs> But like all all the Thai ones are pretty much on YouTube or were on YouTube. They've actually pulled quite a few off and put them on other apps. Shout out, shout out GMM TV who keeps it accessible. Honestly. Oh my gosh. And adding subs because that's the important part in all of this. Uh, So I got into BLs and just was like captivated by the stories that I hadn't seen before and the cultures that I hadn't experienced. I had watched some like, Chinese dramas, Japanese dramas, like maybe one Taiwanese drama, which fun fact had actually Wayne in it from history. Make our days, make our days count, which Uh, was, I believe that's a history too. Yeah. Which was so interesting to then see him play a lead. And so, yeah, I, once I found it, I think I was like almost, I think I watched a few dramas and then was like, yes, Ayla's going to love this. I need to figure out a way to get her into this. What's interesting is I was so resistant at first. and So resistant because we watched K-dramas together and that had kind of lulled for us. Like we were more so talking K-pop, following our K-pop groups, watching K-pop content uh, because there's so much K-pop content and so many. Well, and you shows. and I have sort of there's some overlap in our K-pop or in our K-drama taste, but on another level, like we actually do have different tastes in some of True. the K-dramas. Right. Um. And so 
it it means that we have to wait for the right K-drama to come out to watch together, um, traditional K-drama. And so, yeah, there had been like a lull there. And I think everybody probably remembers there was a time period not that long ago, if you're into K-dramas, when there was just like nothing good coming out um, for a hot minute there. And so it was just, yeah, it was all about the K-pop. We, the group that we ult together, uh, had a lot going on. And so there was just like a lot um, in, in Pentagon world for us right? to talk about and to, to consume um, a couple of our Pentagon boys were in their own dramas, like as solo performances. Um, Hong Suk was in like a soap opera <laughs> and yeah. Changu's doing something. And uh, Yanin was filming for use for my talent, which is a, a Chinese drama on Netflix. Right. So there was just so much going on that, yeah, we, we had lulled and COVID and, uh, you know, there was the, the, the all of our lives were happening <laughs> over this past year. And so we weren't really together nor like we would be in the same room, like talking right. and going out to eat and like, right. Like, and we didn't have that either. And so it was a lot of just like, I would say solo media consumption right, for right, us. Right. And I think, what was different about my journey in that is I just went deep into the K-pop world. Like I started yeah. standing groups I did not stand before. I start like I my first K-pop boy enlisted and and I just went deep off that end. And then you went the opposite direction, which yeah. was the BL direction. Yeah, I just got totally lost in BL world. Yeah, I remember trying to get into a new K-pop group and then suddenly I was like balancing this new K-pop group with getting into BLs and then BLs quickly took over. And the same thing that happened for me with K-dramas where I like kind of took the long way around to getting to it was that I found just a Thai drama that had, it was a GMM TV drama that had actors that then connected me to another drama. And of course, like the suggestions always like come up and give you related content. So of course, GMM TV has a ton of BLs. And so when I was watching this one, uh, called Boy for Rent, they then kind of led me on to other BLs. And so I remember when I was first trying to get you into things, because, you know, I would suggest different things. I think I told you the plot line for Boy for Rent because I was like, this is crazy. This makes no sense. <laughs> I was like, there's these two boys and the girls that rent them like the other boy and like... I, Highly recommend Boy for Rent. It's such a solid time. I actually drama. still haven't watched this. And it's funny to me that you're saying this because I do not remember that at all. My yeah. first memory of you trying to get me, like trying to get me into the BL, because, you know, you and I share, we're such good friends that we just share what we're into and the media we're consuming and things like that. Right. But the first time I really clocked you trying to get me into the BLs was Copter He Drink You Drunk. So funny. And so I actually don't remember you telling me this plot point, this plot line of Boyfriend at all. I still haven't watched Boyfriend. Does a wild top tap appear? If a wild top tap doesn't appear, I don't <laughs> think I'm interested, to be honest with you. Is is like taking it? Like why why should I watch it? Um now's your moment to shine. Get me into this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to remember who because Lee is one of the boys for rent, which I really love. He's like 
a ghost ship for Tay at times. Tay is ghost shipped with everybody. Okay, this is he's also in friend zone. Uh, I'm trying to remember who the other boy is. I want to say it's one of the twins. One of the oh um, AJJJ. There's an AJJJ appearance. I think so. I can't remember. I don't remember this happening. I remember he drinks you drunk. Like you had been sending me like all. You were like, look at this is one of my like new boys that I like, and I was like, okay. (laughs) I also was telling you about Tharn type. I do remember explaining that because here's the thing about things that I enjoy is that. And Ayla, you have a good perspective on this too, is that I don't have any quote unquote guilty pleasures. If I'm into something, I'm going to tell people about it. I, no matter like what fringe culture it could be or what it is, I am lucky enough to have people in my life that know that I could not care less if you like or dislike the thing that I love. If it makes me happy, it makes me happy. And I'm going to tell you about it and take it. You can take it or leave it. Like you can join me on this journey. And so when I was getting into BLs, I remember being like, Ayla, I think you're going to love this. Let me tell you about this crazy storyline for Tharn type, because I was like, this happens. And then this happens and this happens. And luckily like you didn't retain any of that. So when you were actually watching Tharn type, cause that was like one of the second, it took a while for you to work up to that one with me. Right. And this this gets to the heart. <laughs> this gets to the heart of what we're talking about today, which is how to actually get yes. your friends into BL. Clearly, you figured it out because here I am sitting on a podcast talking about BLs. I have very strong opinions about BLs at this point. Yes. I literally live on a war agenda at this point in my life. So clearly something worked. Clearly you did something right. Because I, I had two different methods of getting you into BLs. The first you one I did. showed you was based on the storyline. The second one that I showed you was based on the cute boys. Okay, but that's when it worked. Let's talk about all the things that didn't work. I feel like that's an easy, an easy thing that probably happens to lots of people. And now that I'm on this BL life and I have tried to get people into BLs, Mm -hmm. I'm finding the same thing where like, I'll try something and it doesn't work. And it's just a matter of being like, no, this world is so intricate and interesting. And if you would just get into it, I know you would love it. 100%. And so it's like finding the right door to open Mm -hmm. that makes sense. And so there's so many good shows that have come out within the past, like even six months that you well, and the fashion and the music and the side hustles and just all of the stuff that is in this world at the variety show appearances. There's so much that is wonderful about it that finding the right door to open is is key and so i want to talk about all the things that you did to me that did not work as the person that ended up getting trapped first and foremost copter he drank you drunk which is when that was when i clocked what you were trying to do i was like i realized at this point i was like okay bethany's trying to get me into this like she is trying to like pull me into her world and i love you so i was very nice to you about it but that was not my jam. And I could see where your brain was working, right? It makes sense because I was fully in love with Kim cop and you love copter. I get it, but I could see your brain working. You were like, okay, during this past year on her solo media adventure, Ayla has fallen down the K-pop hole, right? I had, I went deep 
And so you were like, okay, this is how I'm going to, this is the, I'm going to open the music door for her. I could see that working in your brain. You're like, I'm going to get her in on the music in my whole, I have always loved boy bands literally from the time that I can remember liking music. I have been into boy bands. Truly. I have always been this like horrible professional fangirl my whole life. And so yeah, it makes sense that you would try to pull me in on like cute boy singing. <laughs> it didn't work for me. And here's why. Here's why you should not try this tactic with your K-pop friends specifically. Yeah. I love K-pop so much. And the thing about K-pop is that it is a well-oiled machine. Yeah, it's top These These idols – because I, I like both boy and girl groups in K-pop. I'm not a one or the other kind of stan. Um, I, I do primarily stan boy groups, um, but I do have like girl group ults. Um, th- so these idols, both the boys and the girls, train for years and years and years. They are the best of the best. They are the most beautiful people in the country. They're the most talented people in the country. There is not a K-pop idol that is subpar. And that is because K-pop is a machine. Over the years, they have just really figured out what they were doing. And that's because the Korean government invested very heavily in K-pop as like a cultural export and as an internal sort of like cultural movement. And so all of these agencies know what they're doing and the production value is through the roof. And the per- they have the best producers in the world. They've got money to back it up. It is the best of the best in terms of boy bands, girl bands, literally in the world. And so trying to pull somebody who's deep in K-pop, who is used to this like super high production value and just truly the best of the best and, and just being used to the K-pop style, mm-hmm. because there is a style to K-pop music you know, there are different styles within K-pop, but in general, there is like a sort of a theme that runs across the whole thing. Right. Trying to pull somebody who's into that into the BL world with like a solo track is a bad move because, you know, I love me some some BL music and OSTs. And like yeah. at this point, I – like might legitimately die for Bon if somebody asked me to. <laughs> it is not the same. It's right. it's just not as good when you're looking at it side by side. It's it's very, very good in a different way and for different reasons. Right, so right. I do not recommend that tactic for your K-pop friends at all. I think it's going to backfire on you. It definitely, for me, backfired on you. I was nice about it. I was like, yeah, he's so cute. Now that I know Copter and I love Copter, Fully on board. I will say I think the Kimmin solo is uh, the superior solo. But <laughs> that being said, um, wrong tactic. Yeah. Don't recommend doing this for your K-pop friends. So, yeah, then when I had you in person and you couldn't go anywhere because we were stuck in this, like, small town, uh, I was like, I have not planned anything else for us to do other than watch BLs. So- you know, I think what's interesting, your approach to me was interesting for that now that I'm deep in this. And I think this is a, an important takeaway for anybody listening who's trying to get a friend into BLs. <laughs> you didn't start with Tharn type. Right. However, for my roommate at the time, who was a gay man, 
I did start with Tharn type and he was fully captivated. He he's like more into superheroes and Marvel and stuff like that. So and like sitcoms. So I wasn't going to necessarily get him into BL world, but for him to join me in watching a show, like us watch a show together, Tharn type was where I started mainly because the two leads are solidly attractive looking. It, it does have a good amount of uh, spiciness because as Western content consumers, a majority of the content we're consuming now is on streaming services and they tend to include spicier content. And so if I'm getting somebody into this content that is watching it for like a pretty face and some like steamy scenes. I'm going to go with darn type. I'm going to go with a max toll drama. I'm going to go with a good one, right? I'm going to go with one of those. If I recommend one of these dramas to a friend who either is into Asian media in general, or isn't into Asian media in general, I usually go with history trapped, which is what I got you with too, because it's uh, they don't use the romantic like BL storyline as like the main like goal of that show. Right. And so I really loved and I feel like a lot of the Taiwanese there's a Taiwanese one that's filming now. Actually, most I guess most of the Taiwanese other than Trapped are focused on the love story of the main couple. But History Trap did not have that focused storyline. And so after Trapped, I then showed you In of Love, Out of Order. Out of Order. <laughs> and, and honestly, I, I, why. I, you must have had a sixth sense about war in me. Is must, it like truly what must have happened? But I will say, when you showed me End of Love, I didn't like it the first time. The only thing that I remember retaining from that first end of love watch is that I felt like Mark was a bad bitch. Um, Like he went off and got a new boyfriend after V was mean to him. Like there is no stronger power move than that. Um, And that's the only thing I remember retaining from that. And that just has to do with knowing your audience, which I think is the second big tip that I would say as somebody who was the friend that got pulled into this and right. now is somebody who is trying to get other friends into this is knowing your audience is key. So like you knew for me, the storyline was important. You started with Trapped. And then I guess you just knew me well enough to know that like War Wanderout was going to be like my hot jam. <laughs> and so like... I also uh knew that so for me I really love Tharn type mainly because of Mew Golf the ship so my focus was on like these two cute boys who are cute behind the scenes whereas like Tharn type is like take it or leave it it's very problematic dude Tharn type is problematic but it is wild especially early on so that was you mentioned for me cultural study (laughs) it's very interesting um but yeah, I think Tharn type, I would actually suggest steering away from that as like the first thing you use to pull somebody in. Right. At this point, it kind of is required watching, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on where you're coming from at it. Um, 
Mugolf is required always, just so that everybody understands where I'm coming from. Mugolf is fully required for everyone, period. <laughs> yeah. um, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, but I I think that it it is a very tough one because here's the thing that I have found. And I, I had this attitude. I kind of blew you off when you were like, mm, I'm into the BLs. I was like, I don't want to watch something just for the sake of watching two boys kiss. Like, that's not right. – I I – appreciate these storylines but i was like i'm not gonna watch it or be involved in it in like a disrespectful manner because right, obviously like i'm not is. a gay man yeah um and so i i almost dismiss dismissed it because i was it felt to me like something that had the potential of being like fetishized right and i was like mm, not really into that that's not my jam and so I, I think that Tharn type can sometimes sort of reinforce that belief in someone if that's For where sure. they're coming at it from. And right. so being having to explain yourself to people that, that like, no, it's not actually about that. It's like learning a, or see taking a peek into one part of this like new brand new culture is so outrageously interesting. I can't tell you all of the different cool stuff that I have learned because I went and I was like, hmm. That's interesting. I'm going to go look that up and understand like what's going on here. Yep. And so that's why I would maybe stay away from Tharn type as like the first thing be to pull somebody in because people have this sort of natural inclination to, to just assume that you're trying to fetishize something totally. when it's not about that. And trying to explain that to somebody it can be very tough because people do have very strong opinions about it. Yeah. So knowing your audience, I think, is really key. That's like I would say the big takeaway. And so, you know, we've talked about what you did for me. I, what I have done for people, I, and it's interesting that you say your go-to is History 3 Trapped. My go-to actually for people who, for everyone, not just people who aren't interested in Asian media, but for everybody, is It's A. And I Promised You the Moon. And here's mm -hmm. why. The focus in Itse and the focus in I Promise You the Moon is like the filmmaking of it all. And it right. shot very beautifully. Shout out to that filmmaking team because it is so cinematic. And I know that that's purposeful. I think that the team behind it is a very, very talented. Um, the director of photography, the girl who who did that is, in my opinion, a genius. Uh Tong of Tong Bad Voice fame also worked on this. Another one, in my opinion, a genius. Yeah. Everybody behind this, like P Boss, like all of them. Boss and me. Genius. Yeah. yeah. Because it's so cinematic and it's so beautiful. And it tells kind of this like very deep story. It's very coming of age, which is something that if you're familiar with these kinds of storylines and the way they're told in the West will feel very real to you as a viewer. Right. And so that's kind of my go-to and it has worked. I successfully got somebody into it using it's a, um, and it, like I felt it was like I it was almost like I won an Oscar at that point for making it work. I felt okay. so proud of myself. And, and so I think that's like a really good one, especially if you if the audience you're trying to speak to, right? Your friends that you're trying to get into this yeah. are hesitant because they're worried that it's 
a genre that they're just not into, which I get because that was me. Because we, speaking of starting from the K-pop world, there's a big ship uh, component to K-pop too. And you and I never got into that. Like sometimes it's funny to watch videos just to be like, (laughs) y'all see things. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, And so neither one of us like, read mangas mangas right one of us are into anime and so that kind of subculture of asian uh culture was not something that either one of us were going going to be interested in and yeah and so that's what was very hard for me in in coming into the BL world once I was hooked, right. once I got trapped. Well, and then and, and part were- of the reason we started this podcast is because I felt like, and this is why I think it's hard to get other people into BLs, is that you come into it and you feel like the community is not your community. If you don't read manga, if you are right. not a cosplayer if you right if you don't find joy in any of those things right. you almost feel like an outsider like you're not a part of the community and it's very hard to be excited about something if there's not a community around it if you feel like there's not somebody that you can connect with and so i know we both had that feeling where it was like there must be other people like us who just kind of like want to have fun with it and it's like a cool like piece of media and culture to experience right but that don't aren't necessary that the overlap doesn't happen within manga and cosplay and novels and shipping, right? Like that it's just this other completely separate thing. And so I'm the kind of person where I just went and like sought out that community. I tried on multiple discord servers. Like I, I went on to discord cause I was like, surely there's somebody on discord that's talking about this. And I like, I tried a few different servers until like, I was just persistent about it. I was like, I am going to find people that I can talk to about this. Um, And that are talking about it in a very respectful way. And that are, yes, some of them are part of the LGBTQ community and some of them aren't. And that, I think that again, to add on to what you were saying is that when I lived in San Francisco and when a majority of my community were uh, gay men specifically, I made a point of making sure I wasn't imposing my heteronormative space onto their safe space. And so that was what was important to me in talking to other people about these dramas is that, again, you want to like respect the community that it represents and also recognize, like we've talked about the problematic things that, these are these are things that you also have to filter. Like you can't necessarily look at a piece of media and be like, "Well, I like that because it does this, and this, and this." It's like you have to listen to everybody's viewpoint of what they got from it and come at come at it in a respectful way. Which I and the Discord that we did find, I really appreciated it because when they do recommend dramas or when they do talk about dramas, it's in a very clear way there's no salaciousness there's no fetishizing of anything it's like here's what we see we enjoy this drama there are parts of it that we recognize that are an issue and we're going to call that out and there are dramas that like they won't watch and they won't recognize and support because of that which I 
fully respect and think that's yeah I think it was a lot like like I said I I sort of waited to pull you in on my like discord adventure because I I tried maybe five or six different servers until Mm -hmm. I found the one that I felt like this is the right community for me personally and talking about this um and and then I pulled you in on it. I was like, I found it. I found the people. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I think that if you're kind of in your own, if you're trying to create that community for yourself, if you don't have that, and for maybe introducing people who also would not go through that process of trying on five different Discord servers before they find the right one to get a community, right. it's hard to get into something if you feel like you're not going to have somebody to talk about it with. And so that's why I think it is cool and important to get your friends into BL world because like then you have this community and then they understand that they have a community to talk about it with. And I think that's a lot of the apprehension that comes from people is they feel like it's a fringe thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it really is anymore. I think it's just it's not necessarily as easy as you would hope it would be to find a a like-minded community but that being said, you know, you touched on this earlier. I don't actually believe in the phrase guilty pleasure. Uh, and this is something that started very early on for me personally, because I've always been a nerd. I've always been into like YA fiction and boy bands. And I was into like the fantasy and just all the things that are just kind of like dorky and like I got made fun of for sure. Dude, at one point I, I was so into the Hunger Games, people were roasting me unforgivingly okay and I've just always liked things that were easy to make fun of yeah and so I mean hey I had a Zac Efron cardboard cutout for most of my 20s from high school musical so I get it yeah I think from the beginning I have always been like I don't believe in the word guilty pleasure there's no reason that unless you're hurting somebody you should feel bad about something that brings you joy (laughs) you know ultimately no matter how old you are, none of us are going to live on this world very long, you yeah. know. And so if something makes you happy, you should enjoy it and you should consume it. And so I don't really believe in the term guilty pleasure. But I think that it's easy, especially if you've always been into stuff that was like easy to make fun of for other people. Right. To have like a, a sense of nervousness in sharing this with other people because there is that knee-jerk reaction to be like, oh, it's just a fetish or, oh, it's just this or, oh, it's just that. Right, right. And so I think getting past that is actually a very important thing. And and don't be embarrassed about it. Don't be embarrassed about being like, I like BLs. I like these new dramas, Y series, whatever you want to call them. And here's why. And line it down because, yeah, like, are the spicy scenes fun to watch? For sure. But that's not I, – I don't know – now that I've, like, sought out my own community to talk about this and gotten other people into it and you and I have a podcast to talk about this, Yeah, I don't know one single person that that is their only focus, that their only focus is the cute boy mm-hmm. or the cute girl. Right. Um, I, I don't know anybody who, who is like that. So ultimately just – like I guess I would say like my number one piece of advice is don't be embarrassed about it because if you if you act embarrassed and you feel a sense of shame what you're projecting out there is that there's a reason to feel shame about this and there's not and that's like a huge problem And, and that's a problem for the person you're talking to if they're like oh that's weird really why is it weird to represent 
a gay or bi or lesbian storyline on TV? Like, why is that weird? That's a problem with them, not with you. Totally. Yeah. I, in working, I work with children and it's funny because if you're excited about something, they will be excited about something. If you're nervous, they'll be nervous. And I think that's true of adults too. I, I have talked to pretty much everybody that I'm close with about, you know, starting with K-pop and now about this, where I'm like, here's this thing I'm interested in. And it it's really fun. And, you know, the same thing with like people who love Harry Potter, people who love Disney, like everybody has their thing. And I think you as a consumer of whatever your thing is, shouldn't be concerned what other people think of that thing that you really love as again, as long as it's not bringing harm or whatever to either the thing that you're into that maybe you're not necessarily a part of, or the thing that it, as long as it brings you joy, like who cares what other people think about it. And this brought me so much joy. (laughs) I, I, yeah, like like you said, Ayla, there was a moment where like the K dramas felt a little st- stagnant, which is definitely not the case anymore. There's so many, so many good ones now, uh, especially since our idols are now joining the drama world. With uh, Young Jay's new drama is incredible on Netflix. Highly recommend it. It's so cute, uh, and I'm really excited about Jin Young's new drama. And yeah, anyways, all of the idols in their dramas. So, so good. Joy and Hong Suk's new thing coming out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So good. But so, yeah, I just loved it. And I'm, again, really thankful that I have friends in my personal life that will listen to me talk about these things, even if they're not into it. And so that I think that was the difference between you and me is that you looked for an online community that was going to have more experience where I was just going to tell whoever would listen to me about this crazy thing that I was into. Uh, And so what I kind of want to wrap this up with what I thought was interesting. So I had to go to Google to look up like what dramas were out there and available. And I think it's interesting. The, a lot of the read ups of these dramas stop in like the mid to 2020s for some reason. I think just a lot of stuff has come out within the last six months to a year. and a lot of the older stuff is like the tried and true stuff that like you should definitely watch, even though it's like maybe two and three years old. Uh, but there was a there was a going back to what you were talking about with this being subculture. It's now considered mainstream, specifically in Thailand. They were interviewing someone who works for Line TV, which is where a good portion of these dramas are and they were saying that the amount of watches that they get they would consider this now mainstream and the top five dramas which you and I have both watched all of these and watch them early on because again they like give you context to a lot of what you're going to see in general and so the the top shows so this was written as of June 2020 and there were 33 shows total on the line TV app. Of course, there's like way more now. Uh, the first one was together, which was interesting. They were saying that if you watch together, you were more likely to watch literally every other BL. That's so interesting. So interesting. Together is great. You can still get together on YouTube. Um, by the way, if you're trying to introduce your friends to BLs and they just, um, and, that led to a 
it was either 200 or 300 view increase of the number five on this list, which was in of love, which I love that honestly interesting why do people sleep on end of love war war you get war in all three parts his face shows up in all three parts how no i mm. it's a solid one it's stick so around good. for that series sunday because it's gonna be good <laughs> uh number two on the list is tharn type i think of course like that's because uh, There's so just, much content out there. People love Mugolf so much that yes. Mugolf is everywhere. And if you Google them, yeah. <laughs> like that's what pops up. And everyone loves a car wreck. <laughs> and I feel like that's what that is at some point, especially as a Western viewer. As someone who has, you know, been around people in the LGBTQ community and know kind of what their experience is. I can look at Tharn type through a, a filter that knows like, that's not how you act in real life. And so I really hope that if even young people are watching that they go into Tharn type being like, this is not how this is not real. Like, <laughs> this is, this that's is not how anybody in, yeah. in a hu as a human being <laughs> no, nah. uh, number three is until we meet again. I, I would say like until we meet again, being like middle of the road for like the top of shows, it, I, it has like probably the best of both worlds, right? Where it's like you do get some like good intimacy in part of it. Like it's not vanilla. It has a deep storyline. It has a lot of characters. There's there is a lot. You see a lot of actors from like all of the BL shows which is really fun I in fact am re-watching Until We Meet Again right now and it's fun to be like oh my gosh that's like that they were in this this is so because fun. I want to talk about I am dying to talk about Until We Meet Again on a serious Sunday I am yeah. such an Until We Meet Again enthusiast you know and it's so interesting that 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 is the middle of the road for sort of like the top viewed as of June 2020 because and this is part of the reason I sought out a community is you had made a list for me when I said, fine, I'm into the BLs, make me a list. And when you recommended until we meet again to me, I'm going to put you on full blast right now. No. And I feel like it's okay. The world must know because I you have, started I to change your around. tune. Yes. You said to me, and I put off watching it for a very long time because of this. You said to me, I even have like written proof. You said to me, we don't really care about the main couples. You should only pay attention to Boon Prem. And I was like, why am I going to watch a show if I'm not going to care about the main couple? <laughs> like, if I don't care about the no. main uh, storyline, why would I care about this? You were not into Until We Meet Again. And yeah. I put off watching it for so long. And so part of the reason I sought out a community is I had actually, I decided, I was like, I want to get some other recommendations from people that aren't Beth Ann, not because your recommendations were bad, but because I just wanted to understand like other people's perspectives on yeah, this. Yeah. I literally at that point didn't know anybody else that was watching these kinds of shows. Right. And in my new community that I found, everybody was like, what do you mean you haven't watched until we meet again? Everyone yeah. was just like wholly shocked. And then I watched it and I was like, 
I told you, I was like, I think you're insane. Until We Meet Again is truly a masterpiece. And actually, Win Team, which is the Boon Prem's names in Until We Meet Again, I was like, yeah. their storyline is actually not great. It makes zero sense. They like they don't focus on it at all. And it's like which not well developed. They're getting their own series. Which they're I'm getting their own. Love Boon Prem as people. I but Win Team is not the best. Boone and was so just overwhelmingly beautiful. And I was like entranced by him from the get so that's understandable i'll that. give you that one especially because at the time you didn't know his tattoos weren't real when i found out <sighs> boone's tattoos as win and until we meet again were fake i like i almost cried anyways that's why i think it's interesting that until we meet again is number three on that top five list because you actually were like basically told me not to watch it and then i had this whole other subgroup of people who are like watch it watch it watch it watch it yeah um so it kind of makes sense that it's in the middle yeah and then number four on the list is why are you which i told i mean everyone loves saint he's like universally loved and why are you haunts me i see i see saint's sexy face in like dark corners at night it honestly saint Please. That's also a spicy one. I feel like why are you might be the less problematic brother of Tharn type. <laughs> right? It, maybe, in, maybe in terms of spiciness, it gets real yeah. spicy real fast. Uh, yeah. But yeah, interesting that it it, it kind of makes sense to me that it's number four. It has, a, it has some weird jumps in it, but then there's right. Saint is adorable. Z is actually like a powerhouse of an actor in that yeah, one. Solid. Um but yeah, Saint's sexy face haunts me in the night. Like I see it in dark corners. It I'll probably have nightmares tonight. When he does that thing, listen, if you've watched Why Are You and yeah. you're listening to this right now, you're gonna know exactly what I mean when I say this. When he does the thing with his eyes when it's like sexy time, and he's like it's like sexy saint activated, and he does the thing where he like tilts his head down and he does this like thing with his eyes that's the face that haunts me at night i love it it's so good uh and then of course the the list ends with end of love which we are huge fans of uh so yeah all that to say get your friends into bl it's it's a tricky thing to do but it's doable because there's so much good content out there and there's so many different storylines uh and there's so many different perspectives for it to come from i you know i was entrapped by you by history three trapped i myself have gotten friends into bl world utilizing it's a because of the filmmaking behind it you know another sort of approach that i have taken is trying to get my sister into bls who has consumed k-dramas for much longer than i even have mm -hmm. and so i have started recommending to her um the the route i'm going with her is to my star i really think it's going to work you guys i like i will give an update to see if it works or not because that so, one feels yeah. very traditional k-drama to me um it's got all the different aspects of like a k-drama that that you like that you like that right. you love to see and so knowing your audience and then just like keep trying i am proof of that right you tried so many different ways yes. for so long until it finally worked and now i'm sitting on a podcast and so. be excited 
Be excited about the thing that you're excited about. I think that's- there's no shame in it. It's not embarrassing. No, it's so fun. So fun. Yeah, it's fun. We have a good time. We have a good time. There's so many boys and girls to love. And it's just finding the right niche and the right fit. And then it's totally worth it. And then they're going to feel so cool because- this is this is mainstream now. This is mainstream media now. People like it. If you're listening to this, it's probably because you are an English speaker or potentially in an English speaking country. And it just hasn't quite made it over here yet. Or maybe you just have friends. I know we shout out to all of our Filipino listeners. Um, we know you're out there. Uh, Y'all talk to us all the time. We love you. Um, maybe your friends just like aren't into it yet. And that's because there's like, some biases that happen every now and then there's a knee-jerk reaction to it and I think you should just keep trying yes agreed you'll get them it'll happen well thanks you'll trap them thanks again for joining us on let's talk bl